Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 25 of Indie 11. We are rounding out our first week here in Denmark and embarking on week number two. So I'm going to give you guys kind of the update on everything that happened during the week and a little bit more about the house that I'm staying in and kind of what's coming up and what's on the horizon here. So... Let's get on. So for those of you who listened to episode 24, you probably heard me talk about a little bit where I was going to be staying uh, more permanently while I'm here in Denmark. So when I arrived, I just did my quarantine with the coach that I had been speaking with to kind of set up this whole opportunity. I just felt like that would be the easiest. I didn't really know how strict the rules were with quarantine, if I was really able to even leave my house to get food or anything like that. And being that I've never been to Denmark before, I just wanted to have someone kind of there with me that I knew fairly well to help navigate any problems that might arise. And also helping me, you know, get my test to test out of quarantine, all those types of things. So. I took my test four days after I arrived, which is the earliest that you can take a PCR test here to kind of test out of your isolation. So I did that, and then I received the results the next day. I took the test on Thursday, received the results on Friday. So that meant that I was eligible to leave my mandatory quarantine, and I was kind of free to go about Denmark. That night, then Friday night, I moved into the house where I'll be staying for the rest of my time here. It's kind of a friend of a friend of a friend type thing. Had uh, a friend of the coaches had a, like I said, friend of a friend had a room in their house that they were had rented out in the past and that was available right now and got in touch with them before I had come over to Denmark and had spoke about renting the room out and kind of agreed on terms I guess and and now I'm here so I have a a bedroom for myself Um, this is actually kind of a little living room area that I'm actually recording from right now right outside the bedroom and then there's like a shared kitchen and bathroom area it's really nice Um, it's probably a 10 minute 15 minute tops walk to the training ground and the stadium which is super convenient and yeah, it, just, it makes it everything super local for me. There's a grocery store right up the street. There's really, you know, everything's kind of within walking distance, which is honestly perfect since right now that's the best mode of transportation for me. So, as I said, I moved in here on Friday. I've been here for a couple days now. Also, that first week while I was in quarantine, I wasn't really able to train. I can talk about that a little bit. The training that I was on. We would really just, which I don't know if it was totally allowed, but at night we would just go and go for runs sometimes, or I would go for runs sometimes just to try and stay a little bit fit. We didn't really want to do anything out during the day or anything at the field just because, you know, I was supposed to be under kind of a strict lockdown. And I don't like, I was just going out to get fresh air. You know, I didn't go anywhere. I didn't interact with the public. I don't think it's really that much of a issue. And then... Friday, after I tested out of my quarantine, 
we went to the field for the first time, so I got to train on the training field for the first time. And and also that day, once I had tested out, we went around and saw everything for the first time. I got to see the stadium, which is amazing. I got to see all the training grounds, see some of the neighborhood that I'll be living in, that sort of thing. Friday night, we went to the field and trained with a few of the other guys that are going to be on the team. It was just some light kind of technical stuff, crossing, finishing, just to get back and touching the soccer ball again, which was awesome having, you know, really taken two weeks where I wasn't able to do anything because I was in between travel plans when I was back at home. And then when I got here, I was in quarantine. So it was kind of a long time. And then to just, I always kind of get a, (laughs) I always have a moment in my head when I play in a new place where I kind of say to myself, like, I remember it happened in Germany when the first time I played there because I basically got off the plane to Germany, stayed there a night, and then the next day played in a match. And you kind of have this moment where it hits you where it's like, wow, like I just played in Germany or I just played in Denmark. It's a pretty cool, it's a cool feeling to have. And I know it will feel more real once I actually train or, or really the biggest thing will be once I get to play a match and I think it will sink in the most. But Friday went well. Just kind of got my legs back underneath me. And then Saturday, we trained again. This is a couple of the same guys. And we just did like 2v2s, played for a while, did some fitness at the end. And that was that for training. And then today, I'm recording this on Sunday. You guys will all be hearing this on Monday. Today was just an off day. So I thought it would be a good time to go out and explore the city of Aarhus. So Aarhus is the second biggest city in Denmark, and it's really the big metropolitan area that is in this area. And I kind of live in a a smaller neighborhood, think of like a suburb outside of Aarhus called Obihoy. And, but I was able to walk into the city today. Only took me about 45 minutes to walk in. And I always like doing that when I I'm in a new place. I just like walking around and just kind of seeing everything. And I feel like it gives me kind of a good, a good feel for what the city's like, a good vibe. And it's, it's just always something that I've done. It kind of helps me get more accustomed to my surroundings and see what the city is like. And, and so that's what I did today. Just kind of went out and got my bearings a little bit and saw the city. And it was, it was really cool honestly um i don't know if i really have like a great comparison for those of you listening in in other places around the world but just uh really cool architecture very kind of classic i guess uh, scandinavian or nordic houses and apartments and, and things like that you kind of have some of those cobblestone streets with the different brightly colored houses that you would see in in Copenhagen maybe, but they're also present here in Aarhus. And there was this really cool part of the city because Aarhus is a is a harbor town. It's like a ship town. So part of the city is right next to the harbor, which I went and got to see the harbor, see the water, see a lot of the ships. That was really cool. And then kind of right on the other side of the part of the harbor where I was at, there was like this canal that has all these shops, all these restaurants running all up and down it. And then it looks like, you know, in a non-COVID world, there's tons of outdoor seating potentially for 
for people to sit right alongside the the canal and and it was just it looked like a really cool place to be i mean i mean especially when we don't have a pandemic going on but just even today you know it's probably in the 40s maybe high 40s here for weather and you know there's still so many restrictions and almost everything was closed but there were still so many people just out walking around and and visiting the the city and it just had a really cool a cool feel to it and i think it's definitely something that i want to explore more and and do more things in the city as things start to open up and i'm able to experience that a bit more there's also this really cool building that i've read a little bit about i don't know if it's a museum on the bottom or what i think it's like a culture museum and at the top they have this thing called the rainbow room which is this big circular window kind of room this big glass room at the very top of the building and it all has colored glass so it makes a rainbow across it and then it has uh it's just like a viewing area for like the whole city it kind of looks out over everything so hopefully when that's open that's something that i definitely want to check out but that's kind of the rundown for how everything's going in terms of where I'm living now, where I got to see, you know, stadium field, all that stuff in my kind of neighborhood. And then also what the city is like, because I wanted to share that with you guys as well. And before I get to talking a little bit more about some of the soccer portion of what the future is going to be for the next few weeks, I do want to talk a little bit about a tell us about your dream. Because as you remember last episode, I was talking to you guys about how the tell us about your dream, I wanted to make sure that we emphasize that in this kind of new series or new season, I guess, of the podcast. And I had a couple submissions and I want to read a really good one that I had from Noah Kortnick and Noah actually reached out to me on Instagram as well to talk a little bit about the podcast so hopefully I can answer some of his stuff here and then you know if you guys have any input or if I can be of any more assistance I'd be happy to do that but basically basically Noah has a similar dream to myself right now he you know wants to play professionally overseas in Europe love of the game passion for the game can't see himself stopping likes to be around fans, teammates, coaches, etc. Some of the challenges that he's facing right now pursuing the dream, which is probably common for a lot of you that are in the United States, specifically right now because of the pandemic, but also just as a whole in a non-COVID world. So we'll kind of address that as we get into it here. So challenges facing right now, deciding between playing soccer overseas, starting a full-time job as a civil engineer. He goes to an engineering school in Illinois. A civil engineering job in the U.S. is more stable financially, obviously, but didn't know if I could still work and play at the same time overseas or if I can support myself playing the game I love. Currently 21, turning 22 soon. Uh, Senior, ball wing, 6'4", senior, wow, tall. 6'4", senior, ball wing center back, uh, Illinois Institute of Technology, Division Three. Pandemic limited the season, still training, lifting, all that good stuff. That's good. And then advice, looking for advice to get trials overseas right now in the midst of pandemic. And I've been applying to those countries, but a lot of them have guide, strict guidelines that would only allow me to come if I had an EU passport. 
do you have any advice for finding a team to or to reach out to teams and kind of just advice on the trialing process and coming over to Europe. So lots of, to break down here. First of all, I would say the big thing is you come this far with your degree, make sure that you finish that degree, especially because it's something like a civil engineering job. You mentioned something in here that I want to point out that maybe doesn't get talked about enough in this kind of profession is you said, didn't know if I could still work and play at the same time overseas. So this actually might be a really good way for you to get yourself overseas, get yourself a work visa. You have a highly, a highly specialized now kind of education, right? A civil engineer is something that is hard to become and not a lot of people have that skill set that you have now. And a lot of countries, specifically Denmark and a lot of the Nordic countries I know for a fact, have specific visas tailored towards hiring people in essentially hiring people in STEM professions, so science, technology, engineering, math. So this might be a really good opportunity for you to apply to, and it could be in a ton of different countries because a lot of countries have something similar to this. Go and find yourself a job in Europe somewhere as an engineer and then figure out the football part of it because you'll have a work visa that will allow you to stay here a little bit longer. And then once you're actually in a country, you can go out and go on a bunch of different trials with teams in the lower league, do well, work up. That's kind of the way I feel as though in my experience. And I think other Americans who have kind of gone the same route as me will tell you is the best way is find yourself a starting point, you know, in if you, if you play, I'm not sure totally what the level was, at your school or kind of I've never seen you play but you know if you go to a country maybe sixth seventh even eighth division or something just to get your foot in the door and then play there for half a year play there for a year all the while you're kind of looking for your next opportunity to find a new team that might be a really good way to go about it because also your job as an engineer will be able to support you. It'll be able to cover all your living expenses. You won't have to worry as much about finances, which is huge in this. I talk about it a lot, and I'm going to continue to talk about it as I record this podcast. The money part of it is so, so huge. So if you can set yourself up financially, then it's going to make everything a lot easier for you, and especially if you have that visa like I talked about as well. So that would be something that I would definitely consider, you know, like research a market a lot and just maybe pick a country that you think would be best suited for you or, or pick a city that you think would be best suited for you. I think the Scandinavian markets are great because it's a high quality of living here. It's, I guess, a really a well-organized government system tons and tons of people speak English and it's not as difficult to assimilate as maybe another country where English is less widely spoken or maybe it's more difficult to immigrate to. So that would be kind of my advice in that specific, with your specific situation. And those of you out there listening, this is that's another way to do it as well, is go and find yourself a job outside of football i mean obviously we all know the goal is to become professional as soon as we can it's my goal for sure but the reality is 
if you come from a college soccer program, nobody really knows who you are except for teams in the United States. So you have to come to Europe and make a name for yourself. And it's really hard to go from the college level to jump right into a professional trial overseas in Europe. So I would start in the lower leagues and a lot of people might question you if you come and play over here in the lower leagues, like, what are you doing? And that's okay. That's a part of the, a part of the business is what you're going to have to deal with and, you know, just stay focused and stay motivated and continue to push yourself to, to try and get to those higher levels. So, and then the last part here about looking for advice to get trials from teams overseas in the midst of pandemic, I've been looking and applying but there's strict COVID guidelines, EU passport. Yeah, so even without the pandemic, having the EU passport is like the golden ticket. It's it's creates a lot more ease of you traveling throughout. With the pandemic now, it is it is really, really difficult. My hope is that come summertime, it will be a little bit easier for teams to or countries to allow people in again because right now like you said the restrictions are really tight and it's going to be really hard for you to find a team that's going to be able to take a chance on you i got really lucky in the situation i'm i'm just being honest i would continue to just email teams and email teams what i would say is if you're not getting as much results maybe you might want to start to look at levels a little bit lower than you're hoping for and like i said start a little bit lower then work your way up with what I, I I'm not a scientist, but what I hope is going to happen is as we get into the summer, more people are getting vaccinated. It's starting to get warmer again. It will maybe lead to a little bit less restrictions on travel. Summer of 2020 was kind of when everything was a little bit smoother and then it got worse again as we got into the winter, got into the holiday season. Now that we have a vaccine, people are getting vaccinated in United States. I hope that come summer or by fall that the world might be somewhat back open again because especially economically for a lot of these countries to not have tourism is a really huge hit for them. So I imagine many countries want to open up as soon as possible. Let's take a break to talk about support for the In the 11 podcast is brought to you by Manscaped who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code 11 at manscaped.com. Now, if my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. Now, listen, here's the deal, gentlemen. The Performance Package 4.0 has arrived. And it is a game changer. Now, I know we got a lot of ballers out here, right? We got a lot of coaches out here. A lot of you, I know in your sessions, in your games, you're constantly saying, got to take care of the ball, but you're not taking care of your own. It's crazy. It's it's wild. And we got to change that here. And Manscaped's going to help you do that. So first off, we've got the Lawnmower 4.0, and it is the future of men's below the waist grooming. And that is because of their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof. It has a 400K LED spotlight, so no more going blind in the bathroom, getting hair all over the floor, right? Pop in the shower, you've got the light as well, easy, and you're done. On to the next one. Now, same goes for that Weed Whacker, the 
Manscaped Weed Whacker for your ear and nose hair trimming necessities. You've got the proprietary skin safe technology, which is going to help reduce with nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate, sensitive areas. Now, last but not least, we can't forget about the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner. A lot of you guys, I know you've got a routine with your recovery, right? You've got pregame rituals, you've got postgame rituals, a recovery routine that you do after, right? Hopping in an ice bath, whatever it is, you have to add your below-the-waist care to that. You've got to take care of your balls, gentlemen. You don't want to be playing 90 minutes, and then you come in, and you're sweaty and disgusting, and you're not taking care of yourself. you got you got to do it. And Manscaped, like I said, is here to help you in that department. And who knows, maybe that special someone that's in your life coming to the game, watching you play, you know, you play a good 90 minutes, maybe you bag a goal, I don't know. You want to be ready, you want to be prepared, you don't want to be in a situation where you are left without Manscaped. Now, just because Manscaped is hooking you up and they want to take care of you, the Performance Package 4.0 has a couple of goodies thrown in there. They've got the Manscaped boxer briefs and they threw in a little carry-on bag just to travel with all of your Manscaped products, whether you're going for an away game, right? It's a road trip, you're in a plane, whatever. Chuck all your Manscaped products in there. You don't have to think about it. You can forget about it and make sure that you're still taken care of. So it is time, gentlemen, because your balls will thank you. It is time to take care of yourself. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off with free shipping using the code 11. That's 20% off with free shipping using the code 11 E-L-E-V-E-N at manscaped.com. That is 20 whole percent off of your order. 20% off your order with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code 11. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Once they are allowed to. So I would just, you know, stay on the grind. Continue to do what you're doing. Email, email, email. And... Get vaccinated if you can, because that's going to be a huge thing that will probably help people be able to travel with a little bit more ease. And then hopefully by, you know, this summer when you're done with school or maybe this fall, it will be an opportunity for you. And if not, then, you know, maybe the winter transfer window of, of January of 22, you know, just continue to continue to go, continue to move forward and, and something will eventually come. So Hopefully that answers all your questions on that one. And I think that was a really good one because that kind of is, I'm sure, what a lot of other listeners are kind of in the same boat as as Noah. So happy to, to talk about that one a little bit more and with my experience. So getting back into the episode here, just talking about kind of what's the plan going forward here in terms of the football. Team training starts... First team training is this Tuesday. We train three times this week with a Tuesday session, a Thursday session, and then a Saturday inter-squad scrimmage. And kind of right now it's a little bit tricky because the rules are in Denmark as of tomorrow, you can have 20 people in a in a setting, I guess. That's the, the mass gathering that you're really allowed to have. And so with our training, we'll have to be separated and like it can't be more than 20 or 25. It might even be in a specific area of the field. 
and then like i said we'll have the match this saturday which is just like an inter-squad thing with that rule though we were supposed to have our first official official match on march 27th unfortunately that's not going to be able to happen because these restrictions are in place for the whole month of march so when you get to march 27th where you have two teams of 11 coaches subs referees all those types of things you get higher than that max capacity that you're allowed to have for a gathering so i hope that by that that first week in april we can play that game but i'm not really sure to be honest with you there was talks of maybe mid-april but it's kind of waiting on what the danish football federation decides to do and really what the government decides to do in terms of any any restriction that they're gonna implement come april so for now the plan is in march just train as hard as i can just train like crazy train like a madman and try and get in the best form that i possibly can then when the season starts i'm ready to go i'm able to help the team and do the best that i can because the tough kind of thing about it is i only have 90 days on the visa that i'm currently on i'm going to try and get it extended if i can i'm going to work as hard as i can to find a way for me to stay here longer but as of right now i only have until the middle of may to make something out of this opportunity so you know i think maybe one could argue i should have tried to come a little bit later to make my 90 days better within the realm of the season because the last game isn't until june 20th so if we're in a promotion battle you know i'm leaving a month before like four games i think before three or four before the season ends which especially if you get promoted that's going to be tough to be at home and watch that happen and miss out on that celebration but but like i said i'm i'm working on trying to do something to to change that because you know i didn't want to just come two days before the first game and then i'm not really ready i'm not really fit and then i'm not even in the team you know i wanted to give myself a preseason so that i could get ready get acclimated to the team hopefully perform well and be able to be in the 11 week in and week out and i thought that giving myself a preseason would be the best chance to do that and then you know if i have to leave in may which may be the case then so be it but i mean right now kind of the plan is to do really well and and then you know kind of replicate what i did in germany it's going to be seeing if i can find another level to play higher than this it's going to be able to to provide me with a work visa to provide me with a residency permit so that i can stay here longer but like i said i am exploring a ton of different options just like i was mentioning in the tell us about your dream i'm looking at regular nine to five full-time jobs as well as an option for me to maybe stay here a little bit longer and i'm looking at school a little bit but school's really expensive for me to try and afford right now so i don't know if that's going to be the best option for me so really it's just focusing on the football trying to get trials trying to get opportunities with clubs and also maybe a job as well i think the tough thing too about it is because of the restrictions i don't really want to travel anywhere outside of denmark right now just because i worry about what that would even be like or if that would even be a possibility so right now i'm kind of limited to at least with who i could go and speak to and who i could go and travel with right now it's 
it's just Denmark unless things change in these next few months. And then, you know, I can still contact teams from other places, but probably can't go and actually trial or, or visit any other clubs outside of Denmark for right now. So it's difficult because I want to just place all of my energy on doing everything I can for this club, for Obehoy. But, you know, at the same time, I can't because I, I have that clock ticking in my head of those 90 days and I, I need to kind of do what's in the best interest of myself and, and make the most of this opportunity, which I'm going to do everything in my power to. And, you know, that's really all I can do is just work as hard as I can and and try and make the most of this opportunity and then we'll see what happens. So that's kind of the plan as, as we roll into these next few weeks. I haven't started that process yet. I just want to get my feet underneath me here in Denmark and then, you know, kind of size up the scene and then move forward from there. I mean, the other thing I think that I was, I've been doing so much research on all the different visas in Denmark and from what I gather as well, if I do want to get a different visa, if I want to have a work visa or something else, and I'm on a tourist visa or you know a 90-day visa, so to speak, right now, I think I have to go and apply for that in my own home country. I don't know if I can do that from Denmark, so I don't know if it's really even plausible at all to stay in Denmark and go from a 90-day visa to like a permanent visa without going back home to the US first. The plan is to ask for an extension to stay, just you know, those few extra weeks to play out the rest of the season. But I have no idea if that will get approved. That kind of is just I think at the at the mercy of who's ever working in immigration if they would if that's even allowed or if they want to do that. Like I know in Germany I was able to get extended for ninety days, but I don't know if that was a different rule or, or what. So it can't hurt to ask, but there is definitely a, a strong chance that I'll be going back in May just based on kind of the situation and everything that I'm reading. But worry about that down the road. But just wanted to kind of update you guys on the whole scene because I know a lot of people you know, will ask me, oh, well, how did you get a visa there and, and all that stuff. So that's where I'm at with, with all of that. And... Yeah, again, I'm just, I'm excited to be here. I'm, I'm excited to have the wheels kind of turning again. Uh, it just reminds me so much of the time in Germany where I was just kind of always moving and hustling and, and trying to think about how I can move up in this game and how I can do well and, and make a name for myself. So it's cool to be back in that, in that state of mind again. And, you know, Europe kind of brings that to me. And again, it's just cool to be back in Europe, you know, just walking around the city and just feeling a, a new, um, experience, a new culture and all those, all those types of things are really, really unique. And I think the situation so far has been better because I think it's a bit more of what I imagined it being like coming and playing for a European club. You know, everyone for the most part is Danish here and I'm coming and kind of, you know, trying to assimilate into the culture and trying to adapt you know, and I'm living in a in a Danish home, and I I definitely feel like more comfortable. I think with just solely the accommodation part of it now than I did while I was in Germany. So that is has been a huge help. You know, just being able to sleep a little bit better at night, like having a private bathroom and and being able to cook 
some things for myself too is it's a big help mentally because it is it is challenging it is taxing to do this on you mentally and emotionally you know i know how i talk about how much i love it and and i do i i love what i do and i love being able to pursue this dream but there's just so much that goes into it and and it, it can get a lot sometimes so you want to have certain things taken care of that you can rest when you need to rest and you can relax and not feel feel on edge you can have times where you can wind down and and that sort of thing and and recover from training and recover from matches so it's been good it's i've been here for a week it's crazy it flew by so fast and i can't even imagine you know what these 90 days are going to be like especially once we get into the into the thick of it with training and everything so i'm just really excited for for these next few weeks and hopefully there's something big in store for me and and i feel optimistic and hopeful that the work that i've put into this far is is going to reap some reward so thank you guys so much for listening thank you for checking out episode 24 and for all the the comments about the episode and and everything i i really truly appreciate it and i appreciate your support continue to follow along here with me and send in those tells about your dreams we had a great one from noah today and i'd love to continue that type of dialogue on each one of these episodes and if i can help you guys in any way i would love to be able to do that and kind of give back to the community here so send that in on the google form submission you can find all that linked below and i'll make sure to put all that good stuff there and i will see you guys in a week because we're on that weekly grind now we're on that weekly episode producing of content so i'll see you guys very soon with more updates more stories interviews all that good stuff thank you so much for listening and i'll talk to you soon peace